Welcome to Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. It's where you can get questions answered like How long does it take the average man to orgasm? And How long does it take the average woman to orgasm? And also Why is it so hot in here? Audiences agree, it's brilliantly funny. Raylene makes sex ed fun. This show is entertaining, factual, and relatable. There's nothing worse than being halfway done with sex and feeling your vagina shut down on you. <laughs> You've got to see stand-up comedy sex ed. I am ready to go do that comedy show. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the stand-up comedy sex ed podcast hosted by Raylene Taskowski and some other guests. Oh, I messed that up. Welcome to season two of the stand-up comedy sex ed podcast hosted by Raylene Taskowski and some other guest. And today my guest is my host from another podcast. There was no way I could do like brother from another mother. It just didn't fit. <laughs> but this is Steve, and he is one of my co-hosts from the other podcast that I do, Undebatable. And uh, sometimes I just walk up to people and I say, hey, you want to talk about sex? And he said yes. <laughs> I mean, I take any opportunity to have any conversation, but... To have random sex questions thrown at me and I have no idea what's coming, sign me up for that all day long. Yeah, I just I just love talking about sex. I am annoyed with myself because I, I took a little break at the holidays. And so then when I came back, I decided to call it season two. But it's a mess because none of the numbers line up. I thought so, you were saying you took a break from sex for the holidays. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. As a matter of fact, my my. Um, New Year's uh, resolution this year was to have more sex. And okay, I was going to say, like, what kind of twisted Lent version of no yeah. sex holiday is that? No, no, no. I I enjoy my orgasms. That's <laughs> that's the thing that keeps me going. <laughs> Why do you think I always have a smile when I show up to the podcast <laughs> on Tuesdays? <laughs> I got to try that out, I guess. Right. It puts you in the groove. You're smiling now, so I guess I know. Right. What, yeah. I wish today has been a busy day. I actually was trying to figure out if I could fit it in before I, before I went and did my other things today. I was like, oh, I guess we'll just have to always, wait till you tomorrow. You can always get it in. Well, no, because as soon as we're done, I go on a four mile walk with my friends and then I go directly to the other podcast. So get one of those remote control things that should handle it. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could do that, but you know, I got a husband, so <laughs> yeah. And he wakes up in the morning and it's obvious he would like to have sex. And I'm like, nope, it's not the right time of day. Speaking of, well, let's just start right off with one of my questions. What's your favorite time of day to have sex? Um, Morning. But not like morning, not not morning when I have to go to work, although I'll take it all day long. But like that <laughs> Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Then. I don't know. We just wake up in the morning and then that's where our hands go first. And I do that's just how you wake up and things things lead to another. Yeah, maybe because you guys are still young and into each other. I think, you yeah. know what happens? We stop. I think people stop doing morning sex when they start having kids because there's always kids in bed first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could totally understand that. Well, I think at that point, you're just kind of squeezing it in wherever you can, right? In the right. closet, in the laundry room. Right. Over I don't the know, summer, I don't... When, all, when all the kids were here for the summer because of the pandemic, you know, uh, both of my younger daughters were staying at home and I don't know why my <laughs> husband won't have sex when they're here now, when we used to have sex when they lived here before and it wasn't a problem, but now that they've moved out, they moved back in again. I, he, he's just like, Oh, sh they're in the other room. And I'm like, well, cause they've now always they, been in the other room. Now they can hear the bed slamming around. And they no, know that no, thing. we're not bed slamming kind of people. And, it, but anyway, while the, the girls were here, and they used to go out and do Peloton workouts in the driveway. And so he was out raking the yard and I was in the gazebo and I saw the girls go out to work out in the driveway. So I just texted him and I was like, want a sex? And he <laughs> looks at his phone, drops the rake and walks in the house. <laughs> That's exactly the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> Gotta go, guys. <laughs> Don't come inside. That's right. These leaves can wait. <laughs> We are simple creatures. We all may be a little bit different, but we're all the same when it comes down to it. I just thought my text was funny. Wanna sex. <laughs> you don't even no. need correct grammar. <laughs> exactly. you, could just, you could literally just write the word and he, the same thing would have happened. Yes, the exact same thing would have happened. You know what, though? Makes me feel good. I'm a little bit overweight. And sometimes, you know, I'm like, 
you know, he could do better, blah, blah, blah. But to watch him just be like, pink, wife wants to have yeah. sex going. To you got it. We're simple. We're simple creatures. simple creatures. And if you know, and if you know the way through the maze, we appreciate that. So that's hard to find. Right. Isn't it just food and sex? Isn't that your entire maze? Yeah, it's not really gotta, a maze so much as like a parallel line. Well, you have to know the way through both of those mazes to what the best thing at the end is. Right. So like yeah, I, anybody can cook, anyone can do it, but you have to make sure you both know how perfectly that we like it for both. Yes. Yes. That's what I, that's what I tell people. Like I never want to replace my husband and I, even if he was to God forbid pass away, nobody's ever going to sex as well as he does. Like that man has been writing the cheat codes since we started. Like, he knows the right order to do everything. He knows when to do it. And every now and then he'll throw in something new. And I'm just like, I don't know where that came from, but add it to the book. <laughs> and, and that's what I mean about making it knowing how to get through the maze is that if you find someone that can do that, anybody can do all the stuff on a list, but they know how to get through right. the whole thing. That's the skill. Right. It's the cheat code. Left, left, up, up, down, down, side, side, down, yeah. up, down. Every game has its own. Has its own. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That is precisely what I meant by that. I like that. The cheat code. The cheat codes. He's got the cheat code. <laughs> and you know, I don't know what he did. I don't know if he downloaded it somewhere, but just. No, that's through trial and error, baby. <laughs> we're always um, working on new moves. It's like we're basketball when... players. Exactly. Um, when did you have your first orgasm? Um, well, it's kind of weird. Cause I was like a kid when I figured out that things like kind of felt good down there. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I would like, I would like lay, I'd be like laying in bed when I was a kid and I would like, it's like the sheets thing, you know, it's like the classic story for most people, but like I was way younger. So I just knew like, Hey, this is, well, this is cool. Oh, and then you I think you were younger, but you were not. Well, I was younger <laughs> because nothing was happening. So nothing was coming. You know uh, what I mean? Like nothing was there. I wasn't evolved to that level, I guess is a better way to say it. So it would just be this cool feeling and then I would fall asleep. And then one day, everything <laughs> changed. <laughs> it just, everything changed. I remember sitting there and it was the same thing, you know, all the same regular moves, same timing, same pattern, all of a sudden what the hell and i just remember like look at like am i okay what is wrong with me and I then broke I, it. yeah i had no smelling it and i'm like oh my god what what just what just came out <laughs> what is this so after a couple minutes of freaking out smelling it was just like oh my god i realized what it was and i was like oh wow yeah i'm a man now i got all, i got all proud of myself <laughs> And strutting around the house that was honestly the last time i was excited that i had the mess all over the place or all <laughs> over myself because yeah that then, was a i'm vividly reliving the emotion the emotion of that couple minutes of just what the hell it was and then understanding and then, what it was and then you never had another peaceful masturbation ever <laughs> <laughs> That's that what I got to tell you. It's my favorite thing about being a woman. We can masturbate anywhere, anytime, and never leave a mess. <laughs> no, and that's, see, we always have to plan ahead. And from that day forward, now there's always planning ahead. So it was a, I guess it was a nice day, but I never realized that everything changed from that day forward. In many senses. <laughs> I never even, it never even occurred to me that that was, yeah. Yeah, that just poor, one poor day, kids. boom, everything changed. It's funny because um, I have a swimming pool and my grandson was over last summer and he's ever since he was a bitty, bitty baby, I'm always like changing his diaper and I'm like, do you need penis time? Like, if you want to play with it, whatever. And uh, because I, because I, you know, because I know, because. Well, that's our first toy and that's not even a right. joke. Like, really, that's exactly. the first, like, you don't play with your ears. You know, we don't have an emotional connection to our nose, but I don't know, just no. something about it. That, that's just yep. your first everything like, that hey. you protect it. You know, you got to look out for it. It's in both of your best interests. <laughs> it's your first little buddy. <laughs> yeah. The first thing you have a responsibility of, I guess. Really, right. I'm just realizing that now. It's your first responsibility from day one. It's they not shutting did. it in a drawer. Yeah. Oh, the zipper. Do you know how many lessons you learned? <laughs> you want to ask the first time for a question? 
How about the first time you found out one of those zip-up pajamas can eat your whole shit? That, <laughs> that is a day you lose major trusts with the world. Because you just, you should just zip up super crazy fast, all regular, and you're all warm, and then one day it just, and it just, oh. Grabs it. Oh, the pain. And then you have to ungrab it. <laughs> it bleeds. It bleeds really easy. And that is unreal. Yep. And then that every day from that forward, you tuck it. And that just, yep. that's just the, what you learn. And, and then I don't understand after that, why any guy would ever go commando. <laughs> you just gotta, it's, it's like walking a tightrope. You just gotta know what you're doing and be on point at all times. One little turn of the head, head left or right. <laughs> it just gets you in there. Now, something about Mary is not possible with the testicle in the top part. Of no. Super closed and open, but. The pain is equal. I could feel that pain. Yeah. I do remember the day my brother slammed his willy in the drawer, dresser drawer. That's that's hard to imagine how you could accomplish that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, and it was worse because it was the kind of dresser drawer that would stick. So he just grabbed his underwear out and he must have just been in the right <laughs> spot and he shut it. And then he was stuck until now my told, mom came and I let totally him out. I totally see how that could happen. <laughs> right. He just... I'm like, how do you even get it in there? What are you doing? Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're going to have a bath. You're going to get your little undies as a kid. You're short. <laughs> was... You shut it and boom. Yep. And it's, it's you know, you have to jiggle the drawer to get hey, it to back open. Is that why underwear is on the top drawer at all times? So it's always a <laughs> <Probably>. face level. <laughs> it's probably something that guys figured out as a child. They're like, yeah. no, no, we're going to put the underwear up here. One, one guy just catches himself with it. That's it. That's enough. The underwear you goes on top from now on. I'm not even joking. My husband's underwear is in a top drawer. <laughs> oh, mine is too. That's a, it's not even a thought. Where? Why we? That's why I'm like, why is his underwear not in the top drawer? Oh, he's well, a little he's a kid. kid. He doesn't know the a game. Kid. That's hysterical. Yeah, you have to be gonna... very careful. There's lots of different situations where you will hurt it as you get older. When yeah, you get hey, real how about older, the whole sit on sitting it. on the nuts? Yeah, I was just going to say, you can sit on it. You come in at the wrong angle, at the wrong speed, right, wearing the right thing with the right kind of, it's got to be the right circumstances. It's Boy, generally, I got to tell you, you know where I see it a lot? Uh, pool bars on cruises. Yeah, if it's warm out and you're on shorts, you're catching that. Yeah, really well, they're wearing be. their their bathing suits and they sidle up and they go to sit on a pool bar and they, they sit down and they oh, stand yeah. back up again real quick. And I'm just like, I sat on You can also nuts. slide it against the, the chair and then as your mm -hmm. other leg comes in, you could crush them. There's lots of different situations. You've got to be aware of a lot of things. It's And it's equal to like hearing a dog yelp and it hurts itself. Like the mm. dude makes the same sound because it's that surprise. That, like if you, I just heard my friend's dog with electric collar the other day. It was barking and then all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> and like, that's literally <laughs> the same thing that happens. It's just, oh my God, I sat on my balls. It's just, it, yeah, it happens. That's lots of I've seen it. I've seen it happen. The other thing I've seen happen, which I really wish guys would take more care of, is a ball falling out of the side of a shorts. Or like when you're just no, sitting somewhere. That's never happened to me. And I think that's because, again, you should be relatively aware of where your balls right. are. Well, I've, I've seen it in enough like. I, I think the first time I actually saw an adult male testicle was a, was <laughs> one of my friend's dads was just laying on a couch and his little ball sack it just slid to the side and I could yeah, see you, it right up the shorts, you know, because <laughs> you're laying down your shorts. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I mean, you can feel thing? you can feel the airflow easy because it's mm -hmm. always trapped up somewhere. So when it gets when air hits that, it's you know what's going on. You could at least push the pant like the short leg down a little yeah. bit. Cover yeah, you it might up. Just wanted me to say it. it might have been a creeper. Who knows? Well, I mean. Every woman that's ever seen a penis has ran at it as fast as possible without with lust and un right. unability to stop. Well, isn't that why you send us pictures? Yeah. And then oh. they come, they come storming down the door. They just can't resist. Well, you know what though? I, I will tell you the same thing. I, I uh, went to the gym when I used to go to the gym. Clearly I don't do that now. And uh, this girl was wearing those little Sophie uh, like dance shorts or like, cheer shorts but she wasn't yeah. wearing anything under them and so it was fine right. when she was standing up <laughs> this was ymca many many years ago and so but she would lay down on the machines and she was doing bench presses and i was on the like like a quarter of the room away from her 
yeah. like off to the side and I'm doing my shit. And, you know, you just look around in between your reps and I look over and no shit. I can see straight up her shorts, her entire vagina. And you said the YMCA in what town again? <laughs> it, was, it was in Orlando. <laughs> and that's a hike to see a free vagina. And, and I, I kind of, t- I, I went over to her. I'm like, just so you know, like everybody can see directly up your shorts when you're was she like, yeah, that's the point. No, she was like, oh, my God, you're so gross. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> dumbass. Yeah, you have your vagina out. Right. Like, I'm, I'm not over there scoping for your vagina. I was over there just looking around the room no. in between reps, uh, and I caught sight of it. So that's thought I'd to, tell you. That's equal to the old guy having his balls hanging out, and you going over and be like, hey, Mr. Anderson, your balls are hanging out. And be like, you're gross. Like, no, yeah. your balls are out. Right. You're the gross one. Right. But the she was pissed. She got pissed at me. And I was like, don't be pissed at me for pointing out, you know, there's a reason most people wear bike shorts to the gym. It's so your testicles and labia don't hang out when you're laying yeah. down on a bench press machine. I know where I'm also, going. Also, so you can check out your fine ass when you're, you know, doing your deadlifts, squats. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's probably just upset that you're the only one that walked up and said something about it could be she could be because she's probably looking one. for the for the steroid guy to come over and be like hey baby well it was a ymca we didn't have a lot of steroid guys there <laughs> oh it's like <laughs> yeah. the old guys with the balls hanging out of their shorts yeah <laughs> um oh anyway i was telling you earlier that my grandson had come over for this over the summer and i have a swimming pool and one one day he's just on the edge and he doesn't like to go in the water so he was just on the edge and he was doing shit and all of a sudden he found the jet and there's like a bunch of us sitting around the pool and so he's just you know doing a shit and all of a sudden he feels the jet and he goes oh oh (laughs) (laughs) on his ass no on his penis oh yeah the jet was right there (laughs) yeah it pushes definitely it doesn't feel good but it's definitely interesting (laughs) He was just hold. He's holding the sign. He's just smiling. Away. Yeah, just We're all just it, like everybody's just around. like, look, look away. Let's not make him uncomfortable, <laughs> but just make sure he doesn't fall in the pool and drown. I told you we're simple and we're all the same. Right. It doesn't matter. That's just <laughs> the fact that something's moving it without us touching it. And like, oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> That's simple. Hey. Oh, I'm I'm just saying a jet in a tub is not anything I cry about. Well, he's on the right he's on the right path for sure yes yeah all right um okay so we know about your first orgasm when how old were you and you had your sexual debut um i was 15 i was a oh, freshman in high school good little boy i was in um a hot tub at my friend's house at a party and the girl i was w- with I remember it, it was weird. It was like that high school party, but we were young. We were freshmen. So like we all were in a hot tub together as couples, all making out and fooling around. But like without saying anything, agreeing to not look at each other. You know, it was like, we don't get this opportunity. So we're all going to take it, but we're all going to just respect like the other people aren't here and just have right. our own thing. And then everybody got out and went in and then. Yeah, just happened like right in the hot tub. I remember that was just like, I don't know. I guess you look for it's like this big thing. And then being a 15 year old boy, maybe 47 seconds later, you're like, <laughs> oh, that's it. All right, cool. So we get to do this. The only thing, the only thing you really care about when, at least for me, like even at that age, is that once it happened, I was like, oh, so I get to do this all the time now. That's all it really was. <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, this is going to be a special moment. It's like, once I do this, this is now the benchmark. And then this is what I'm going to do. I just can't believe that. Which, well, I guess it's actually really hard to have sex in a hot tub. It's uh, yeah, it, it's, it is. But when you can't get anything and that's your first time and you're sitting down and then she's little and is on top of you, it's super easy. 47 seconds later, baby. Well, yeah, but I mean, for women, this is this is why I want to do that thing with Dana. For women, when we get in a hot tub or a body of water, our vaginas go, whoop, we don't want that in there. And it tightens up <laughs> because because otherwise you're basically just giving yourself an ocean water, bath water, jacuzzi water douche. Your your vagina literally shuts down. And so for you to have be able to penetrate a, a 
I'm not going to say virgin because I don't know what what she was in, but obviously a young person yeah. in a hot tub. That's pretty impressive. Well, or or you didn't actually have sex. She just bounced on top of you and it was warm and bubbly and you orgasmed 46 seconds. <laughs> I mean, there was this one chick I was with one time that was married and we didn't want to fuck around. So I would do it to her thighs. Yes, exactly. Like it was any different. Right. <laughs> so maybe like exactly. I don't know why they just popped in my head because I'm like, oh, maybe it was just her thighs and she was tricking me. I was like, what a stupid thing to say. I was like, oh no, wait, that's actually actually happened to me. And what it was like two years ago. It wasn't even when I was young. It was from like girls that show on uh HBO and she was like, We did not have sex. You came in my thigh crease. Yeah, that's what she she did. She was like married, and I was like, she was like, Well, you can't you can't have sex with me, but you can just Hold do on. it with my oh, thighs. I'm like, what what? She's like, Yeah. And so she just lubed up like her thighs, like the little yeah. crease thing. And then but mm-hmm. I'm still hitting the same, like I'm right there. I mean, I, right. I just didn't know what the difference was. Did she but... think she was cheating less if you weren't actually penetrating? <laughs> yeah, her? She's like, Yeah, it's not cheating. We did like everything else. I'm like, okay. Whatever okay. works for you. In all of the conversations that we've had in our other podcast about was or it what was and was not cheating, how come this one, this subject did not come up? <laughs> because that feels a lot like that was cheating. <laughs> it 100% her sucking my dick in her driveway when her kids were inside was too. Okay. That's all cheating. Right. I would consider that is cheating. that cheating. So whether but I'm banging okay. your thighs or not is, irre- is irrelevant at that point. That that's uh yeah that's pretty. <laughs> I didn't seek it out. I just got slipped up into some. She just came on to me like every second I was around her. So as a dude, it's hard to event right. like to not do that. So after like two weeks straight of that, then I was able to be like, we should not do this. Well, it was really after I got the text. I should I will leave my husband and take the kid. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So no. this is no, probably, no, no, no. I'm not trying to buy the cow. Idea. I'm getting the milk for free. <laughs> yeah, not really. That wasn't my angle here. Oh wow. Five sex is pretty good though. And then we, yeah, we definitely still. That's going to happen anyways. That's why you have this the thigh sex because it's going to lead to the real version anyways. You know did what I mean? it lead to the real version or did it lead you almost being a stepdaddy? <laughs> well, it led to one because I made sure the other definitely was not going to happen. <laughs> As best of my ability. She's, oh. she's gone now. She's moved. Uh, well, I mean, yes, I know that's not who you're still with. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't subscribe to the Let's Talk About Sex podcast. <laughs> Maybe she will now. She doesn't know. She's going to be like, damn it, that was my thigh crease. <laughs> <laughs> Good thigh crease, I got to say. Um, do you guys have different... Uh, this is a dumb question. This is the first time I've been able to ask a guy this question. Um, uh, best orgasm? What do you mean best? Like best well, way I mean, to have one? No, I mean, like, do you have one that stands out as, oh my God, that orgasm was so much better than any other orgasms? Or are your orgasms all fairly the same? I mean, there's going to be different ranges of them, but to be able to, like, look back and be like, oh, that one, it's like peeing. There's different times you pee that were like, oh, fuck, I needed that shit. That (laughs) felt great. I couldn't tell you when those were, but I've had a bunch of them. So it's, it's literally the same thing. Like for me, I mean, I get there. I always frequent. wondered because I've never really asked my husband, but I can tell you from a women's perspective, we have a range of orgasms. Like I couldn't say in the backseat just... at the winery that June after June afternoon on a Sunday in 2003, I wouldn't even be able to know the month at all. Right. Because we more remember like the shit that happened during it is what's more of a highlight to us because the same we get the same genuine feeling. We know what we're getting at the end of the day. So it's more yeah. for me, at least, is what goes on during it is what more the memory of. So it'd be like, oh, that shit was the best because we did this here or we did that. That night we did that. It would be more the experience than the final result. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Yeah, because our final result can range greatly. You know, from you know, and and there's no bad orgasm. 
there, there are some when you're doing it yourself, when you get done, you're like, that was not worth my effort. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to like another basketball analogy. It's like we can come <laughs> out with the same moves. Normally, we're going to drop like 30 points in a night. But every once in a while, you can still do everything right. And it's just it's just not your night and you miss. And then there's some nights where you're just everything you throw up is going in. And it's just your night. It's like, whoa, I dropped 60 today. It's like, that's like, I got her. I got her five times. Holy shit. <laughs> it was wait 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 okay so you're talking about multiples with your partner yeah i mean that's the goal right i mean well one it depends. Is, it depends i on don't the get i don't get multiples i actually made a joke the other day and i think i would put it in my comedy show like and i know some women do get multiple orgasms but like a lot when some guys are like, yeah, I made her come three times in it last night. And I'm like, did you really though? Or did you come once and fake it twice? Cause you were still going and she was bored. <laughs> very like, true. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for me, it's like an unsaid thing. Normally it, it works out that way. Once you tell me you want me to, Oh, like 10 seconds. All right, here you go. Yeah. Because I just been right. holding it. I just been holding it the whole time. Be like, okay, do I have one or two? Cause one's the goal. <laughs> But if it takes a while, but once you give me that clearance, that's you letting me know, all right, you can punch out now, dude, we're all set. And so that's all I genuinely wait for. Other than that, it's hold on as long as you can. It's like hanging on to a cliff. You just hang on as long as you can until someone comes by and it's like, dude, just let go, man. I'm glad you guys admit it. So I tell, like, that's 100%. It's like um, when I talk about how long it takes the average guy to, orgasm versus how long it takes the average woman and you know and i'm like the number one answer is 2.8 seconds that's not correct but it's uh, the girls are always like two seconds it's the long it takes and i'm just like <laughs> you know what the proper answer is two seconds after me like anything after that is wasted time once yeah, i'm done please be done <laughs> give the all clear signal that's all right. i ever need i'm not even kidding if that's all you right. have to say and we're Tap good it out. i'm ready to go just just please be the, it's like when you're watching it's such a stupid analogy but it's like when you're waiting for the rocket to launch and all the steam's blasting out and shit dude they're that thing is ready to go they're just waiting to push the button exactly. any time you can just push that button it, it goes instantly so it's it's basically the same thing have you ever ever had a um oh, what is this thing where you you tried to stop but it wouldn't stop it's called ejaculatory inevitability. It's when you get to a spot and you could not stop it if your life depended on it. Have you ever had one of those moments? Oh, totally yes, agree. wait a minute. Weren't you going to tell me a story about uh, getting walked in on? Oh, well, that was that was teetering back to another cliff analogy. So what you're saying is like you get to the edge and you're, there's that point of no return, like one extra little twinge and you can't come back i know exactly yeah so yeah (laughs) that's true i've been playing with that line for a very long time but it was um it's a funny story i guess either way it was my high school girlfriend it was like june sophomore year junior year maybe her mom lived in massachusetts and we were in connecticut and she only came down on the weekends so she lived in this condo with her brother so I would come over at, at night and during the day and we would have a shit ton of sex for her in high school. So, and I was there like five days a week. So one day it was a weekend. No, it must've been during the day after school, her brother wasn't home. He was home all the time. She was like, Hey, my brother's not home. Come over. And I didn't even have a car at the time. I walked to her house. So I <laughs> walked as fast as I could and no one's home or on her bed going at it and like i hear a sound in the hallway coming in and i <laughs> she was bent over like doggy style and i thought it was her brother and not like it didn't matter but he would like never walk in her room so i was al- almost at that point of no return because that's why my brain was like who cares it's just her brother who will punch you in the face and fight you if he sees this but my brain didn't even do anything it's like oh just her brother who cares so then the door opens and I don't know it opens because I am literally crossing that precipice of that point of no return. And she pulls off me completely, but I need those one or two more little, <laughs> little goes where I'm just stuck at this point. It's like that limbo where 
you really don't want to be there. That's the worst of anywhere. So I grab her and pull her back. And I, now I finally get that moment. And I'm going, uh, uh, like, doing the whole face and everything. And she pulls off again. And I look down at her to be like, what are you doing? And I look and she's looking in the doorway. And I turn and it's her mom standing in the doorway with her jaw, like, on the ground. And she just stared at me and looked at my fucking dick. And then looked at her and then looked at both of us again and then shut the door and walked away. And then my girlfriend started crying. That, you want to talk about remembering an orgasm? I can remember the worst one. It was that one right there. So it still happened. Yeah. Yeah. But that, <laughs> she just maybe wasn't, the, it was like out it was like raining it was raining steve all over the bed maybe that that limbo place i told you about earlier would have been better to stay in <laughs> than ending up there uh, and then we had to go have a conversation with her mom her mom was one of those cool moms but still she just walked into our room to see her youngest daughter bent over on a bed with her boyfriend having <laughs> sex with her so that's still that was a very awkward conversation mm. same woman was though it a Val- conversation Val- Ready? She ends up Valentine's Day comes and she goes, Hey, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? I'm like, I mean, I got her some flowers and a card or whatever I can. I'm 16. I work at a fucking gas station. So I got her some basic shit. She'd be cool with it. She goes, How about I get you a hotel room? Maybe we're 17. That makes more sense. What if I get you a hotel room right down the road? Like it's right down the hill from where she lives. And I'm like, uh, yeah. She goes, and I'll get you some wine and some beer. I'm like, uh, yeah. So we go there, We, me and her go in, get this hotel room. She buys me flowers and candles, like the rose petals. Helps me decorate the room in the bed. Puts the candles out, right? And I'm thinking in my head, this is kind of fucked up. But I'm going to totally, I'm totally taking this opportunity. You can give me a hotel room with your daughter. Buy me booze. Make it look awesome. Hook it up. And for years, I always thought that was awesome, but still kind of weird. And now that I'm like a real adult, I was like, yo, she had some dick coming over. Because <laughs> we were always on. in that, we were always in the house and she was single and she was a really good looking chick. So she was always dating dudes. So I'm like, now that I'm older, I'm like, she had dick coming over. That had nothing to do with, <laughs> hey, she was like, how can I get these fuckers out of the house until tomorrow? I was like, boom, problem solved. Not she did not back. want to get walked in on. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's not a feeling you ever want. Although I've never been walked in in the other sense, and I, I'm very proud of that. So when she walked in and you guys went and had a conversation, did you actually talk about sex or did we just not talk about sex? No, like she knew. I mean, I was there five days a week and we were that old. She basically knew, but she was like, you know, I wish you would have talked to me as long as you're being safe. Like, I'll go down and buy you condoms. Like we're using condoms. So like, I'll go buy you a shit ton of condoms because she knew she can't be there during the week anyways. Right. And she basically, she's like, I pretty much already knew you guys were, but I, she was just mad that her daughter didn't tell her before, you know? Well. Oh, so five days a week, Steve's bending me over on your bed. <laughs> <laughs> In your room. She had the bigger TV. Well, you weren't watching the TV, so... Well, well before the sex, we were. <laughs> it's the old Netflix and chill. Yeah. Or, no, or was like, no, what was it? Uh, we would watch Trading Spaces and Cold Case Files after school. Oh, I was thinking maybe you were watching TRL. <laughs> TRL and chill. No, that was, that was middle school for me. That was okay. TRL and jerk. <laughs> to AOL 1. I remember pictures would load. And it would load like in these thin squares or like rectangles yep. as the picture would load. And I swear to you, it took so long. I would make a sandwich. I would watch episode of Jerry Springer. I would come and check on it. It would be like at her chest. And then by the time it just got to like the nipple, what, 47 done. seconds later, 47 <laughs> seconds later. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't need any of that anymore. It's just it's so funny what the internet used to be and what it is now. <laughs> right. Thank God the porn porn always pushes pushes the movement. There we go. Um, what is your favorite position? Uh, for me, I like. I, I guess just doggy style because I'm, so I'm know, a, 
95 percent of the yeah, people I that like, talk to on I feel the like show everybody says that but it's not just primarily like every most a lot of them have their good ways but i'm a i'm a butt person but see i like to see your i want to see your face too so that's why it's always a it's not fully always like that like something about having someone's face in your face and being able to see what you're doing to me is like the ultimate turn on for that so like the butt's nice but still so i would like to go back and forth usually the wrap it up if i can see your face so as if you're gonna like if you're gonna have the one for the whole time Mm -hmm. it's gonna be in the freaking pillow and i don't get to see that shit that doesn't seem seem logical so that's doggy if i had to pick one (laughs) it's very romantic i wouldn't expect yeah but i want to see it i want to see the i can tell you from experience because you know if you let us come first, then you know we're taken care of. So oh, yeah, then the next the time, do it in doggy style. And when she is obviously finished, then you say, roll over so I can see your face. And if she does not come again, just from hearing those words. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Pretty fucking romantic, I can tell you. That. I'm writing that down. I'm going to add that just to say, my basketball moves. Just, yeah. Now, my, my turn, roll over so I can see your face. Add it to my crossover. Nothing not good about that line. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's in the cheat codes. <laughs> I'm going to try it out. I'm definitely trying it out. All right. So I was going to ask about your worst sex, but we kind of, and was that the worst sex or was that just the worst orgasm? <laughs> no, that was the worst orgasm. That was great sex. We always had great <laughs> sex. I have to really, geez. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I fucking hate anything with my nipples don't come near them or my feet but something about like and i guess that's like a move to go to every once in a while but i'll be like no no no, i don't like that just straight up and every single person that's ever tried is like okay they never fuck around this one girl thought i was joking and we were literally in the middle of having sex and she starts she starts going down and then she starts coming up and doing the nipple, like, search all my nipples, I'm like, no, 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 I don't like that. Like, I, I like, my tone shifts very directly. Like, I'm like, no, 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 I don't do that. You will, you will kill this. This will be over. And she just thought I was joking and kept doing, sort of biting on, biting on, pulling the teeth. I, and I started getting really mad. I'm like, no, stop. Like, I'm not joking. Like, stop. So she, she stopped. And then, like so it killed everything for me so she's like stand up so i stand up she gets on her knees and she's trying to get me going again and literally i'm just getting angrier and angrier because i'm thinking about (laughs) so nothing's happening on my part and she's like what's wrong with you i was like nothing so it does not feel good i'm just like no i'm fine and she asked me again i was like why the fuck did you fuck with my nipples and i told you not to fuck with my look it this is over and i got so mad i just got I, I just got my underwear on got my pants on got dressed and i was like i'm sorry but this is totally your fault and i walked, and I walked out <laughs> don't fuck with my nipples man I feel like you needed that too. (laughs) And this wasn't like a a hookup. This was like a a regular booty call friends of benefits thing that I had going on for like maybe a year or two. Just this person that was just out of convenience for both of us and our schedules every once in a while. So it wasn't like just this. We didn't understand each other. Oh yeah, it was straight up like, I'm leaving. Bye. That was one of the last times we ever did it. I just couldn't get, I (laughs) couldn't get over. I just couldn't trust trust her anywhere near my upper chest just no don't, she touched my nipples steve don't fuck with my nipples please. <laughs> all right so if your current girlfriend listened to this would she be pissed or is this all no, shit we, she knows we broke up like two, uh, like uh like last week what yeah i haven't even seen you so i yeah, thought she up. was gonna be the one ah someone else will be now i can go have sex with a, a lot of people instead of one i guess that's true there are some benefits oh i'm sad yeah i'll be fine there's lots of pretty women out there plus you know you're a radio personality so yeah and there's nowhere to go and no one to meet and no bars it's like being yeah but you got your voice that is true and my dad bod Uh, you know what you always tell me that my dad bod's sexy i saw it's not uh, bad dad bod I saw an article that we talked about that 
75% of women voted that they preferred dad bod and only 15% actually want a chiseled body. I don't believe that shit. No, no, it, it's true. It, it, 100%, think, and I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because our self-esteem cannot handle a guy being that hot. Well, I was just going to kind of go there. My theory is anytime I see a woman who's like, the dad bods are hot, I'm like, well, yeah, because that lets you, that gives Have you a the mom permission <laughs> to, be, to be a little fucking, yeah, be a little mom bod too. So I think really what that number means is just that, that 75% of all of us just have mom or dad pods right. and, and the other people just don't really, and then the rest of just the fit people are just getting together. There was this super, okay. So this is a story I don't think I've ever told on this podcast before, but I used to work in a prison in uh, Alaska and I got fired that after you uh, brought in the crab pots or before. I weirdo. I just no, that just sounds so badass. Oh, I didn't mean to like crabs, crabs. That just sounds badass. I worked at a prison in Alaska. It was, it was like, actually oh, that a, after your shift on the crab fishing boat was over. It, did you go crack skulls? Yeah, that prison was, or that was it. Um, it was actually a pre-trial facility. So we had all kinds of people that were there waiting to go to prison, people that were there waiting for trial, people that they just had room for. But most of the people that you would come across, just like in any probably jail or prison, are the ones that are not super dangerous. The guys who are working in the cafeteria that are feeding the people who work there are not yeah. the kind of guys who are going to jump over and cut your throat, right? And so I wound up eventually getting fired for flirting with one of the inmates. How dare you? But this particular inmate was... What did he look like? If you can compare him to a celebrity, what did he look like? Heath Ledger. Oh, okay. Okay. And he was related to, and I'm not going to say any actual last names of supermodels, but he was related to a supermodel. They were cousins. And I know this because it was my job to search the mail. when a mail female supermodel or male supermodel? Female supermodel. But I'm just saying that whatever tree they came down was a hot fucking tree. Right? And this guy was cute. And so he would flirt with me. I would flirt with him. No big deal. Um, but anyway, I, I eventually got fired for, I mean, we didn't, there was nothing to fire me for. I think the lady that I was working for was just a bitch. But I mean, so then I want to. Well, she's probably pretty ugly and didn't get flirted with by jailhouse Heath Ledger. True. She did not. He was really cute. Anyway, and I knew what he was in jail for. He was in jail for, get this, Grand Theft Pac-Man Machine. He's got a love for video games. Right. And, well, and ingenuity. And he goes and gets what he wants. That's a, right. that's a winner right there. There's a lot of pro, a lot of a lot of pros to this guy. But what yeah. had happened is he he and his friends had gone in there was a, a a double seater Pac-Man machine in one of the restaurants and he and a friend had just gotten in, walked up, picked it up and walked out with it and the people who were there thought, you know, maybe it was the people who owned <laughs> it, maybe they were there to fix it, like they had no idea. These guys just took it and brought it home and put it in their basement and they would just play Pac-Man. I like this guy. Well, then finally somebody reported them and he got arrested and because the value of the machine was only five, over $5,000. He was arrested for Grand Theft Pac-Man machine. That's hilarious. Cause I've had this rule. Um, like when I first got in radio, this guy taught me nothing. He was not that great of a teacher. I had to do his job all the time, but he taught me one thing that I'll always use all the time. He said, if you're not supposed to be somewhere, just act like you're supposed to be there and no one will ask you why you're be like why you're there and exactly. i've used it i've used it so many times and it works so that dude did the same thing right he just walked in acted like he who else would just you know you walk hey what are you doing oh i'm supposed to take this out to get it fixed it's coming back next week oh, okay like it just yeah. goes the other my other theory is that if you put on a shirt and tie or a button-down shirt and some khakis with a badge and a clipboard you can Minus the gun people, like walk onto anyone's property and just start looking around because <laughs> someone's gonna go, Excuse me, can I help you? Be like, Oh, I apologize. I'm from the town. We're just checking the power lines and the trees. And you have a badge and a clipboard. People like, Oh, okay, my bad. And it's amazing. Can't do that now. Everybody's got ring cameras that you could wear something and right. people just give you instant credibility for what you're wearing. It's kind of fascinating yeah. if you think about not, it. 
Not anymore. Nowadays, you walk on somebody's property and people would be like, I got this picture off my ring and they're going to put it on Lisbon now and be like, does anybody know who this is? What company are they with? Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're going viral if you walk on somebody's too property many, now. There's too many people with itchy triggers for me. I'm not walking on no one's fucking exactly. backyard anywhere. All right. So let me go on with the story. This super hot guy. I, so then yeah. I get a job down the street working at a pool hall. Right. And, and the phone rings one day and I answer it. What did and, you do at the pool hall? I was just in, in charge of the tables, you know, like yeah. renting out the tables and, mm -hmm. you know, making the snacks and whatever, just tiny little pool hall down the street. And uh, this guy calls and in the background, I hear general noises that I would. And I said to the guy, I'm like, are you at this pretrial facility? And he goes, yeah, how'd you know? And I said, I used to work it. there. And he goes, is are you the cute secretary they just fired? And he goes, It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's Mickey. Heath Ledger. It's Mickey. <laughs> and and I was just like, oh my God. And so then he would call me every single day at the pool hall. So we started <laughs> like hanging out and uh hanging out online. And then he introduced me to some friends of his that were just right re regular friends, like a married couple with kids. And I had a Not daughter at the time. Friend. Huh? Not no, prison just, friends. No, just like regular outside people, friends. And yeah. then I became friends with them. And then he, when he got out of prison, he like, we were going to go out like on a date. But then when he got out, I was honestly, I was like, this guy's too fucking hot for me. I cannot date this guy. I will not be comfortable dating this guy. And then the other thing was I realized he was dumb and I cannot date someone <laughs> who is dumb. Yes, yeah, stupid is hard to get over. Yeah. And, and I, I always uh, I mean, wonder if those people have no thought. You know what I mean? Like, you know, while yeah. you're driving, you're thinking about things, you're showering, you're thinking about things. Do you think those people are just like when people diet, it's that heart monitor, just like, yeah. and then they're like, boop, boop, I'm hungry. Beep. Taco <laughs> yes. Bell. Boop, boop. And, like, and, then, and then that's fucking it. And then they get there like, what should I eat? They don't think about what they're going to eat while they're on the way there. It just, right. oh, hold on a minute. Let me like, I just wonder if, if that's how stupid people's brains function. I'm always fascinated if by that. It might be because my brain never shuts up. But, but imagine if uh, he was sexy, smart, and a criminal. He he would have taken over the world, you know? Well, I mean, it's kind of like I think I've even thought to myself, if he was smart, he probably wouldn't have stolen a pack my machine. You know? <laughs> people are gonna wonder where their pack machine goes, especially after you walk in there with no mask on and take it in front of the people who work there. Right. And it's probably a bar that he frequents. You no, no, it was actually Noah it was Pack. actually a fancy restaurant. It was one of the few fancy restaurants in Anchorage, Alaska, and it was this fancy little steakhouse. So it was it was interesting. But yeah, that was it was we talked for a while and I liked talking to him. And then we did like we did go out on one like date ish thing where we went out together. And and then the whole time I was just like, no, 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 I am at even back then I was I was cuter then. But I was like, I'm at best a, a seven, and this guy is clearly a ten, and I am not. I'm not fucking with this. <laughs> that is not touching that. <laughs> did he tell you? And I never did. Did he tell you his plot to steal an uh, air hockey machine, and it just wasn't that impressive? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know what it was? He said. He goes. You know, I usually. And he said this in front of other people, which is why it was hysterical. He says, "You know, I really like you." He says, I usually date girls that are like super hot, but there's something about you. You're just like really homely. And I said, I said, and his, his friend was with me and she goes, he said, you're mean. not hot and homely. Basically. Right. Right. She, she says, Mickey, you mean homie? He goes, yeah, yeah. Like you're a mom, like you take care of people, like you're super cute and everything, you know? And I just really liked that about you. And I was just like, nah. Nah, nah. Nice try, Mickey. He clearly didn't use his uh his wit and vocabulary skills to steal that Pac-Man machine. No, it was he didn't just talk that machine out. He just he just looked good. He was, but I've noticed that a lot of uh, like sometimes you you just look at somebody you're like they look good, well, and then you open their funny. mouth and you're like, no, nope, no, not even about, if you're a ten. <laughs> I heard this thing about attraction one time. It was like, of course. You're, the good looking people get hired for jobs because they're attractive, but like we miss, we misuse what like attractive means. Attractive is that things are attracted to you. So if something looks good or someone looks good, 
you want to be around them. You're attracted right. to them. That's why they are attractive. So mm-hmm. like that dude usually doesn't have to do too much right. because good things are attractive or just things in general are attracted to them. So you get to pick and choose all the good that comes to you. And life must be really easy for those people, but at least he's fucking stupid. Right. There's the, a, a good balance to that. All right. Well, we kind of have to wrap this up. Plus, you know, we still have to talk to each other in two hours. Um, yes, we do. Do you want people to find you? How do they find you? Uh, well, I do a morning show in Connecticut, Jim and 107.7, Pebbles and Boomer in the morning. You can go to uh, website, jim1077.com. Listen, we have the greatest, well, the second greatest podcast to <laughs> Raylene. Um, no, it's an undebatable podcast. podcast. Coincidentally, Raylene is also on the second greatest podcast. That's our undebatable <laughs> podcast that we will be recording today in two hours. And I'm not going to fall asleep or take a nap. But yeah, or Otherwise Instagram, yeah, Instagram Boomer Jamin 1077. All I right. think that's it. I never really <laughs> have to do that. I usually <laughs> ask other people their things and I never have to say it. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at standupcomedysexed, standupcomedysexed.com. Uh, also, my speaker website is raylenetaskoski.com. And I've set up a Facebook group just for this podcast so you can participate in polls, ask questions, and politely share an alternate point of view. And generally let us know what you think of the episode. So search for Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed Podcast on Facebook. Please like us, subscribe to us, please write reviews. I say us, but I really mean me, me and me and my guests. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Raylene. Everybody have a great week. Steve, thank you so much for taking the Bye, time to come talk to me it about was sex. fun talking about sex. It was, I got to find more people who just want to talk about sex. That was fun. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.